Yes, everyone. UK you... Scriptwriters Podcast. Cut to the chase. Yes. Here we are yet again, another month. Tim Clay, Danny Stan. That's it, that's us. Um, Left and right, mono stereo. Yeah, enjoying the stereo. Now, uh, listeners, uh, we've been doing a series of specials. We've done like kind of a games uh, special. Uh, that was good, Tim. You enjoyed that. You Thanks, enjoy- gents. Thanks, Tony Lee. It was a good one. And uh, Rudolph and uh, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was all good. Yeah. It was all good. Oh, we did miss you, Danny. Anyway, uh, and um, we want to continue with that. I think that helps us for sort of focus. We're going to do almost writing for children as a special writing for kids TV special uh, this time. With some other things, including the Red Planet, and we're hoping to bring a ra- radio writing for radio special very soon. Yeah, maybe a transmedia up. one. We've got a few things on on the go, so those are all those are all to come. Uh, if you've um, not listened you to just us found before. Us. Uh, where have you been? Where have you been? And we're, you're thinking this is a rambling intro. This, <laughs> this is one of our better ones. <laughs> and, uh, uh, myself and uh, my colleague Danny here are both jobbing uh, writers and uh, filmmakers, people slightly on the edge of the industry but creeping our way into it. We're no big uh, big shakes, but we've had a bit of success. So we're, we're, we're on the climb, but we're doing all right. We're making a living. So we're, we're happy in that way because a lot of writers are still trying to get their foot in the door. We feel we've got our foot in the door, but not our leg. Yes. So and uh, it's, hard, it's hard to keep your foot in there. Or just to, keeping it in there. They yeah. keep trying to slap, uh, shut it, you know. Um, so, that's so that's why we do this. That's why we do this. We meet up once a month to have a conversation uh, about writing, our writing work, the industry, um, how we're feeling about it, sharing techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought, well, let's do a podcast as well and invite you guys to listen in and join in the conversation through social media and replying. And people do via us on Twitter and our Facebook group. We always love all those messages. Yeah, thank you. Keep those coming. Search for us, UK Script Writers. You'll find us um, kicking around on all those places. Always some good questions, and we we try and answer most of those live. Actually, of course, yeah, we used yeah. to do them on here, but now we knock out an answer if we can quickly, so people can uh, uh, implement it straight away rather than waiting for a month. Anyway, that's enough waffle, probably waffle. for now. Screenwriting Let- news. Screenwriting news. It could be Danny. Do you want to do the jingle? Is that why you want well, to do it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I'm almost trying to like. <laughs> it's the screenwriting news. Okay, I, the reason I didn't want Danny to do the news is not only for my own sense of hearing, but also because um, the news I want to ask you about is, oh, yeah. is news f- about you, Danny, almost. I want to hear about the Red Planet because... Yeah, that's screenwriting news. See, it is place. the screenwriting news, I yeah. know. But um, uh, uh, for those that don't know... The Red Planet Prize. Red Planet Prize. Won by was... Tony Jordan's production company, Red Planet Pictures. I know, but... Take the credit, Danny. It was your idea to to kick it off. I was, um, yeah, lucky enough to kind of mention it to him that maybe a prize like this should uh, exist, and, and, it's, still, and it's kicked off. And you're still involved. Yeah. You do a lot of the reading. I do, and, and the judging and all the rest of it. And so there's a lot of people listening because our listeners are proactive people. We know that from the feedback they give us. They're yeah. doers, yeah. so a lot of them will have entered. Yes. Um, so give us a, a kind of uh, now that the it's closed deadline's gone. Folks. Deadline's gone this you're gonna, year. So you're gonna have to wait. So now. We're, we're into the reading of it. How's that going? What's been the quality? How many qu- uh, entries did you have? I'd be interested. It's going really well, actually. Uh, we had about thirteen hundred entries. Great. Which I think is down from the previous year. Okay. I think we had about eighteen hundred years. Okay. Eighteen hundred okay. years. Eighteen hundred en- entries yeah. last time. Thirteen hundred entries this time yeah. around. Yeah. Um, quality yeah has always been good yeah but it's gone up 
Yeah, it really has gone up. I feel good about that and also bad about it. Well, yeah, this Make is the competition a, just gets tougher, doesn't it? I, you know, I get to read through them and you might think, oh, you're in a good position kind of going through them. But when you read a, like a string of good ones, you're like, I'm going to have to raise my game here. I'm going yeah, to have yeah, to, you know, yeah. these guys are good. And when you see the competition being that good in front of you, and I don't mean the Red Planet Prize competition, I mean your peers competition in mm. terms of what you're up against on any mm. given day. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I just need to keep on top of things here. I need to write yeah. well, come up with a new script. Yeah. It helps me to look at myself to go, well, what new script have I actually done? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we so this is just in this first round that yeah. Zor we're in at the minute. You're just reading the first uh, 10 pages. First 10 pages, which trying is, to decide which ones we want to read further. A, a, a bit of a cliche, the first 10, mm-hmm. but it's been picked deliberately because that's been seen as the average amount that people read readers execs and so on before they decide if they want to read more or not yes. so if you haven't engaged them by page 10 that they're probably not going to read on much further exactly if they have they probably will do either then or later yes and they'll make all sorts of judgment anyway yeah even if it, regardless of story just about the way you've written it or yeah. and just the way it's you draw them in yeah um so it is a it is a good chunk of time i mean generally i think from my own experience by page three or four I I pretty much know uh, if it's going to be you know, like for the next round, really. And by the same token, whether it's going to get rejected or not. But what um, what without uh, sort of putting you on the spot a little bit, Danny? Really, but what is it that that you're seeing that is uh, giving you those indicators? What's the kind of t- couple of things that you see that think make you think I this think, is going to be okay? I think um, again, this is probably just all personal preference. This is no way. Um, what Red Planet people might mm. think but it's what I think or experience it's like the, the writers that have a really good assurance about themselves and the way that they write so that there's a clear confidence style to the opening so that can be easily done by anybody really mm. but it's then how it develops from there so the cut to the next scene and the next scene after that and how the story is building so um, the way they might introduce a character or a group of characters or the dialogue that they're using even if it's in common scenes like a kitchen and it's a family just getting ready for work or their day a good writer will still do that in an interesting way and the dialogue will be good Mm. or the characterization might just seem a little bit different or a bit more engaging rather than the plain or functional way you might so some it. some sort of intrigue. There is some sort of edge. To, not not intrigue in a mystery. No. Not that it has to be a detective sort of story. But what you're no. saying is something that intrigues you to go. Oh, that that right, I right. wasn't expecting that. Exactly. Or, it's yeah. writing style, and then it's how they present the characters and the dialogue. Uh, I've I've read a few where no dialogue has come in until like page six or seven. Which really? Is, which is again that's, that's bold, isn't that, it? It's bold, isn't mm. it? And so if it has engaged me up until page six with no dialogue and it's all action and all the rest of it, that's good writing, mm. isn't it, really? Mm. So um, that kind of thing. Um, and what, what's... Clarity, a... narrative clarity is, is a big thing for me. Okay, so you know what's happening. And, and you know, and even, the themes if, or and even if you're introducing disparate characters in disparate places, yeah. it's still you still story-wise know it's linked. Yeah. Um, and that's a skill. And I think that's good. And what's not working? What's the kind of... Um... Too much setup, just too much exposition. Setup. You mean, or or kind of long descriptions where you didn't need to know, or text just slow and getting going. It's too slow and getting going. Introducing okay. things, introducing us to characters instead of 
introduced starting the story. And I'm sure right. I've said this before, but this year as well, I've even jotted it down in my notes. Oh my God, this is too much setup, too much setup. Mm. It's like, and then and then they'll have something happen on page 10 as if that's going to hook the reader to go, oh, right, there is something happening. Let's let's okay. read on kind of thing. And because it happens on page 10, it's strategic, it's good kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, no, you could have had that at page one. It was almost too late by that point. Exactly, yeah. A little bit. So okay. they're just, you know... There are some scripts that introduce you to characters justifiably, and but you're interested in the dramatic situation that they're introduced in. Mm. And there are others, they're, they're buttering the slice of toast and they're just chatting about what they're going to so take for TV. Almost, like we've done it on purpose, yeah. our very poor and weak introduction at the start of this podcast. That was the bad version. Bad yeah. version. <laughs> the first ten- <laughs> That we should rewrite, we should rewrite what we did there yeah. and make it kind of cut to the chase we're doing it about this let's get on with it exactly okay great um great good, good. and then there are certain cliches in okay. terms of how you start the script which we've covered i'm sure many times mm. before mm. like um people getting up out of bed mm. to face their working day or whatever day yeah but there's three things i've noticed this year in terms of how they're how getting up how the protagonist getting up out of bed is usually linked to they're either late for work uh, they're going to a funeral or they're going to an airport mm. or quite possibly in some instances, all three. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'd give them points for all three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I think you said this to me. So it's like, yeah, well, why wouldn't you just start at the airport or better still, just when they arrive at wherever they're supposed yeah. to go. And I yeah. Think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for some reason, people don't just like to introduce characters that wake up. Yeah. Or from nightmares as well. That's just... Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I know it's done, and we yes. see it everywhere on TV. Sherlock did it in the very first episode of Sherlock. Yeah. John Watson wakes up from a nightmare, and you just think, "Oh my!" He actually woke up screaming, which is, you know, again, yeah. just another cliche. There you go. And you just think, "No, don't do that." Um, and then I think I mentioned to you, Tim, just off mic. Some people were doing a little prologue in terms of, say, a murder happening, mm. and then would cut to the protagonist waking up. You know, and then it's kind of justified in a way in terms of, okay, he has nothing to do with this murderous world, but he's going to get dragged into it somehow, and this yeah. is just just him getting up in a normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you think, yeah, fine, and it's a kind of solid approach, but at the same time, it's not really jumping off the page. Yeah, you're just thinking this is solid and functional, but there's no real confidence and assurance mm. or boldness. Yeah, and it's not to say that we, or I am, or we are looking for that in every thing because a slow burn sometimes is quite yeah, nice yeah 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 so it all depends yes oh there's well there's certainly not one way only one way of doing it we all know that mm. uh thank goodness but with the slow burn then what you're doing there is tone and mood mm. and you know you still gotta be exploring the theme it's gotta be mm. really good yeah um or you just know you want to stick around for whatever reason yeah um, oh, that, that, that's yeah well no very but very very insightful, yeah, but very insightful as well because it's difficult when you're just a, a writer, isn't it? You don't know always always what other people are up to. Mm. That's that you can be What's, be a little bit isolated in your own, uh, you know, a good idea that you think's a good idea might not be because everyone if everyone else is doing it, exactly. it, it you won't stand out. Well, it we might have, even be really competent, but it won't stand out. I don't know how these things happening, like the wisdom of crowds or whatever, but you know. This year we've had a lot of period crime dramas. Yeah, and the, in the um, 
Ripper Street exactly, sort of manner. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have say twenty good ones of them, and mm. you only, and you you only really want to put forward one, mm. it's like how do you choose? Yeah, um, and they're all written well or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I I found as well, and I don't know if this is true or not in terms of once something was either period or a biopic, it just had a automatically good style, or really? automatically the writer okay. was writing well. Right. I, don't, I don't know why or how. Maybe the genre just helps you kind mm. of just slip into a good style already because, you know, you're setting up, it's in 6068 and there's a Dick Turpin riding around or whatever. You know? Yeah. Um, well, straight away, it's not. Uh, it's not somebody going out of bed, is it? Or, well, it's not every day. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, you would never start your period action with someone getting out of bed and going to work down the down the cotton mill mm. or whatever. Uh, and talking to someone on the way. Mm. But you might start your contemporary in that way. Exactly. But the period forces you to go, what's interesting about this period in time, mm. these people, who are actually, it's a good tip almost, isn't it? You think, well, look, if you were 100 years in the future, is this the most interesting thing that you'd be thinking about writing about yeah. happening yeah. today? I didn't think of that. Okay. That's uh, good, that's good. Okay, let's... Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, period crime, Afghanistan stories, lots of okay. them. Lots of them. Lots of supernatural stuff, as you would expect. They, they're all. That's always a. Always. Um, that's always a popular. One. In the UK. Yeah. Actually, we're a bit into that in the UK more so than um, other countries. I think it's a bit of a bit of a one of our one that one. Uh, sci-fi. Yeah. Um, some just like domestic stuff, and then that's pretty much. Uh, and a lot of just procedural crime stuff, TV, TV like modern day yeah. crime stuff. That's been the main genre, I'd say. We've well, it's always. Mm, a bit of a bugbear with me but it's always popular with the commissioners yeah that's a good spec to have on any yeah on anybody yeah, writer's because you'll yes. get work if it's good and you'll get work yeah. anywhere oh this is true this is uh, true so yeah it's been good and i hope maybe uh where are we now end of jan maybe end of feb going into march people should know for the next round next round hopefully how many do you think we'll go through to the next round or is that not a set number you're not trying to find 50 or whatever you're just it's, trying to find good I, ones i think it's typically between 10 and 15 percent goes okay. through to the second round okay so not a great deal because it'll be about 130 ish 150 -ish, at least at least at least um and that's typically how it breaks down but i don't think we have a big cut off in terms of we never you know, if it's good, just put it through. Kind of yeah. Thing. But at the same time, be mindful of the time and resources that the competition has. And yes, this. Yeah, I guess so. So we do try and kind of. But there'll probably down. be some good, real good ones being sliced out. Yeah. At that stage, that, even from what you're saying, that you know, you're really good. You know, I've, I've been really torn. Yeah. By already. Already more so than previous years. Oh right, as listen, so. listen to what you're saying. Oh, yeah, we're in for a hard time here. Exactly, and especially. Oh. But it would be those ones that had clashed in terms of where there's ten great genre ones there, yeah. but they're all the same. Yeah. Um, and then you just maybe somebody's just on a bonkers version, but written it well, and you just think, well, let's just give the bonkers version a go. Yeah, yeah. But again, that could be just me. Um, okay. I want to discuss with you more about writing for children right, stuff because it's not something we've we've covered before. We haven't, have we? Yeah. I don't think so. I've blogged about it, but I haven't. For sure, we've yeah. not discussed it. And I think, um, and my own background to it was about ten years ago, maybe even less than that. Almost like all the talk. So when almost we were starting with our blogs, yeah, the 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 the, the, the wisdom on the street was uh it was out or it was all over mm. it was dead what, you know, what in the writing UK. for kids yeah really? don't do that 
yeah, don't do that. There's no one making it in the UK anymore. Wow. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a closed area. Uh, there's a few people still doing it. Uh, digital channels were coming online, filling it with cartoons. Mm. There was not going to be any children's ITV anymore. Of course, what's happened is they've moved to their own channels since, mm. of course, and then needed to fill those channels, and it's all changed. Yeah. But that's an interesting change that's just occurred within my career, which is like a kind of a fall and a rise again. Mm-hmm. So um, there might be some people listening to this that are more grizzled old boys like myself that might not realise that there's a resurgence of uh, an industry there. Very but there's so. opportunities it's there. Thriving, now. yeah. Yeah, thriving is the which is a hundred percent different to where it was back yeah. a, a decade ago. Maybe there's a kind of misunderstanding between writing for animation and writing for kids. Like kids live action. Yeah. And writing for animation. Because yeah. most people wouldn't even consider writing for animation, but they might consider maybe doing a Tracy Beaker kind of thing. Yeah. Um whereas I've found the process is exactly the same. Well you've done it. yeah, so you've done I've done a lot of writing in kids T V now, which has been great because I I certainly didn't start off pursuing it, mm. thinking I'm going to be a kids writer. Didn't it, you know? I, I, when I decided to go freelance and become a screenwriter, I, I thought, you know, I, I'm going to write films and I'm going to write some TV, but it's going to be prime time stuff. And mm. I was into my horror and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I kind of got into it thanks mainly from my when I used to work at Channel Four. Mm. There was an animation department there, mm. and I did some work for them. And what they got they would receive submissions from hopeful producers trying to get their kids' TV shows made. Yeah. But Channel 4 didn't make kids' TV shows. Yeah. But that was my first in in to that kind of area and realising that all of their submissions were great, but the scripts were, were the poorest part of the submission. Really? So I thought to myself, strategically, maybe that would be a good way for me to kind of mm. get in in terms of if there's some work there. Yeah. But then my first gig in in kids TV which I'm sure I've mentioned before came about because I went to a short film screening and I bumped into somebody at the free bar at the short film screening right and uh, he just so happened to be a lovely guy called Nick Osler of Huckabee and Osler fame because they're to me are the kind of two leading animation writers in the UK or one of them Mm. and they just got commissioned to write a a show for CITV at the time this was 2006 I think Mm. And then when I emailed Nick after we'd met each other at the short film screening, I just emailed him to say, hi, how's it going or whatever. And he's just like, oh, well, I've just been commissioned to write. It was their show, it was their idea. So it, yeah. was a, it was a big, huge thing. And he said, do you know any good animation writers? And I just went, yeah, me, of course, yeah. Me. <laughs> but luckily, by that stage, I had, a, I had a spec script that was a family film. So I had actually written... In, in many ways, in retrospect, looking back at what's happened, I was always a natural fit for yeah. writing kids, but I just yeah, didn't yeah, really yeah, realise yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I had a family film spec, which I used to show Nick, okay, here's my family thing. And he was like, great, now will you just pitch pitch us ideas? So that's how it started. That was the amazing Adrenalini Brothers, for those who remember that. Uh, the show was a big success. I won a BAFTA for Best Children's mm. Animation. And those guys are doing great, and I see them around, and they're they're awesome. Um, but that was my in, and I've been writing in the kids' TV genre ever since. Um, most do, you, do, you, do you find it a, a foreign land that where you, 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 it's different rules, or do you find all the things that we've talked about on this podcast over more than two years now 
it's all the same. Absolutely. It's, you so. still want your good structure. You still want your zappy dialogue. It's, you still want all that. It's even more so. You know, more, it's just like it, heightened. Yeah, because the, you know, kids don't care about your clever structure or your clever yeah. ego or who you are or what you what award you won. They just want to know a good story. Yeah. And can you spin a good story? Yeah. And I think script editors and the producers really spot it in your pitch or your outline. Okay. If but it's not working. My devil's it. advocate hat on again. Um, I might say uh, it's just a thing for kids, so I can just write any old rubbish. Yeah, that's the terrible uh, yeah. approach. Because I'm, I'm, I say this genuinely. I've never thought that hmm. ever with any commission I've ever had. Because when I, for example, with the adrenaline stuff, when I got the information for that in terms of the Bible and the, mm. you know, and I'm reading it, you just thought, my God, this is this is amazing. This is really funny. Mm. And then you'd read the scripts going, God, they're really well written and they're so kind of visual and funny. This is going to be a challenge. And you realize, you know, it's not, oh, it's just for kids, I'll knock it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, it was exactly the same when I did Octonauts. Mm. When I got the information for, through that, it's like, God, oh, my God. These are really good, really sophisticated storytelling. When you watch them, you go, yeah, it's for kids because it's kind of reduced to a simplistic form or in the way, nice, cosy feel and everything. Yeah. Uh, but that's a tone thing as well that you need to get right. You can't just kind of make it up. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there is, I've never, I felt very proud about some of my kids' scripts because a lot of them, I've really applied the same kind of technique and and effort that mm. I would on any other thing on my EastEnders. I've worked just as hard on my kids' TV stuff. Um, so it is interesting. I think you're found out pretty quickly if you, if you're if you yeah, don't. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm the same. I mean, uh, I've not written the kids' TV things, but um, some of the people that have uh, that follow us will have seen that I've done. Um, some trailers and so on for Lego oh, for games Lego. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. on. And uh, you just take it as anything else. Well, yeah. You don't, you what's know, the you... coolest thing I could do here? <laughs> you know, because And especially for kids things like fun. Yeah. You know, so you want to make it fun and interesting yeah. and exciting. But you still got to go, okay, where am I starting? And what's the story here? Yeah. Um, well, I'm allowed to tell you now. I can tell you my big yeah, exciting well, thing. Well, then, uh, yeah, it's because um, regular listeners will remember that there were some things that we couldn't say. Yeah, that typical smug writer where you go, I'm working on something really exciting, but I can't tell you. Right, so you can tell us. But I can tell you now. I've just I've just finished working, actually, on uh, the new Thunderbirds for CITV. So some people won't know, well, they'll all know Thunderbirds, I'm sure, but I'm they won't sure. know it's, co- it was, it's, it's coming back. It's coming back. So, so it's coming back as a computer graphics type uh, setup, is it? Yeah, CGI. CGI. With live action model sets done, course oh, right. of, okay. done by Peter Jackson's Weta Workshop. Okay. So it's a sort of hybrid. Uh, yeah, hybrid. yeah, okay, yeah. That sounds cool. Um, Good. That sounds interesting. Look, I, I can't. I can't say much actually about what the new series is, apart from Fine. apart from the information that's already out there. Yeah, but I can't. It, it's awesome. It's absolutely okay. awesome. Okay. Um, and was that fun? Obviously, was, I mean, the obvious answer is yes. But so I won't ask. Was it fun to write? But what was almost the best part about working on that? Oh, oh! I, I say this genuinely again. It was the best commission of my career hands down right and also the process of it was the most enjoyable I've ever had but what, what I want to push you a little bit on it Dan. why was it the best one and I'll tell you why I want to ask that is because you, you recapped your career quite well mm-hmm. and talked about when you were starting out you were thinking about serious drama yeah and prime time 
things. Mm. This is a long way away from that yeah. in terms of the form. It's a shorter form. Mm. It's it's an animation that you didn't mention that. So it, it feels like everything doesn't tick the boxes of what you wanted to do mm. as a younger writer. Mm. So what made it the best commission? Why was it so exciting for you? Uh, I think possibly the head writer, an American guy. So he worked very much, I think, with a writer's room mentality. Okay. So he was very generous. And obviously he's going to be supportive of writers because he is what he, he is. He was awesome. Uh, his name is Rob Hoagie. He's got a lot of experience writing American uh, animation yeah. of the Ben 10 kind of yeah, yeah. variety. Uh, so lots of experience in the sci-fi kind of genre. Perfect for yeah. Thunderbirds. Yeah. Even though Thunderbirds, I suppose technically it would be sci-fi. Um, sci-fi adventure. Yeah, yeah. Absolute action adventure. Sorry. Um, so he was awesome. Uh, so he was very generous with his time and ideas and helping you with the whole thing mm. from pitching to to the end kind of thing in terms of developing so that was great yeah the execs at CITV were great I was thinking this is this is awesome really well that's good that's um, good that's great that's and great. I just really enjoyed it and so and I did ask him I said oh, can I actually tell people and he was like yeah but obviously it's okay to say that you've worked on this yeah show, yeah but you know don't go revealing don't any secrets kind the of plot so uh, that's massively exciting and, yeah. and uh, finished that before Christmas but so looking forward to seeing it. I think it'll be on, uh, I think it's coming next year, something like that. The, the, see, there's some information out there if you wanted to see ITV, I've got a press office bit. Uh, so yeah, that's my big exciting thing. Um, and I'm working on a couple of other kid shows. And they're just, they're great fun to work with. The people are usually really good as well and good fun. Um, now, and we'll, it's, it's nice money. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's stop, let's stop patting money. you on your back for just a minute, Danny. Yeah. Stop yourself from congratulating yourself over <laughs> there. Let's think about the listeners. Yes. Um, if people are interested in this, um, what should they go about, in your view, in terms of pursuing this further? Obviously, all that we've just already started by saying it's the same as any other part of the business so they can take all that knowledge they've got already yeah. about appro good approaches to people yeah. researching before they approach mm -hmm. find out who's doing the work i'm more so let's take that as yeah. given what sh what sort of spec material should they have there that would be the bit that i wouldn't know yeah should i write um like a 10 minute thing mm. and should it be with my own characters or should it be um, a, a spec of something from the past, yeah. or what? What sort? Of, or, or does it not even have to be children? So I can send, I can dig out my spec um, comedy, yeah, and think, well, this is probably good, or this is kind of childish, if yeah. you like. Is yeah. that, does that work? That or, would work. That would work fine. Right. Um, if you've got something that fits the kind of family genre, if you've got a foul-mouthed comedy in mm. Judd Apatow nature, that's not going to work for you know to get work on. Got an episode of Bottom or something. <laughs> <laughs> leave that at the door okay but if you've got a nice family comedy yeah. or something that reads quite not cozy yeah. but it's inoffensive or whatever yeah like a home alone type thing do you, you oh, that would be perfect sort of thing? that yeah. would be great because that's pretty much what i had i had a family spec script okay that was a kind of it had a kid in it as the protagonist but okay. it, it was a family film yeah um and i, I was lucky i was fortunate that i had it because mm. i didn't have anything else really that would have been appropriate to right right show and they do want to know, can you write course, in this kind of way? Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, but nowadays, uh, for TV purposes, I think a half hour is good. Mm. A half hour sample mm. is a good kind of, it's a good duration that you can show that you've done. And so I wouldn't recommend doing a 12 minute spec script unless it was part of 
like a series Bible proposal thing. Right. So you've got yes, char- yes, char- yes, character yes, designs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've you've laid yeah. out everything and then you've got your script. Yeah. And that's a good yeah. That's a good sample. But even a couple of scripts might be even better, do you think? Exactly. Yeah. But one script alone and you haven't got any character designs or whatever, mm. that's so yeah. that's why the half hour script is okay, better. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Um but if you can do feature, all the better. Um, but yeah, half hour should be fine. And then it's the same thing as you would you know, tracking down feature producers and production companies that are doing uh, making it in this country, like. But do, you, do I mean? Let's just just be sensible about it. So I mean, or cut to the chase about it. Or you, you've said that there's not really you're not writing down to the to children. No, never write down to them. No. But but surely you've got to change your your, your approach a little bit in terms of simplicity or complexity, even in the in the dialogue and the vocabulary. Surely you're you're making things much more direct. So if we were writing a, f- uh, a thing for 15-year-olds, mm-hmm. would be very sophisticated in the way we were doing it. We'd have people saying one thing but meaning another mm-hmm. and their body language would betray them or maybe it wouldn't or yeah. and so on and so on. Yeah. Do you go, I mean, can you put that in for something that's designed for eight-year-olds? Can you be that sophisticated with I, it? Or are you more, is your dialogue more on the nose? I think it... That would vary between live action and animation, I think. That's a good right. point. Because in animation, you would be maybe a little bit more... Um, you have to be funny. I think that's the prerequisite mm. for writing for kids. You've got to be able yeah. to write funny yeah. in whatever shape, way, shape or form. But that would generally come out through dialogue and your visual kind of jokes. Mm. So maybe it's just something that you're either suited to or maybe yeah, maybe. maybe maybe it's just be yeah. you're just the wrong fit. Maybe. But I remember... The episode I did for Roy, CBBC's Roy, I took that very seriously. Mm. In terms of the story I wanted to tell, I wanted to make it as real as possible in terms of the emotions and mm. why and everything like that. So it was quite dramatic, even though it's it's a funny show. Yeah. Um, and there was big discussions about, oh, should we do this one? And Because um, it was about him running away from home and staying out overnight kind of thing by himself. Mm. Um, and all the dynamics with his friends. But all the notes back in terms of the, be along the lines of what you're saying in terms of subtext we don't you know that's a bit too on the nose here mm. they would be a, they would just know or he could mean something else here so again the sophisticated storytelling was coming into it but when you watch it you would never think that you would just think oh what well, I say you uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. a kind of passing by viewer yeah they just wouldn't give it much thought in terms yeah. of well it's just, it's just a, stuff that happens yeah it's just a kid's TV thing um <laughs> uh, and that, but also, you know, you have that thing of kids actors as well, not being as good mm. as adult actors. So adult actors, if they were doing the exact same script, could make it sing even better. Yeah, yeah. So you just have that, that kind of thing to be aware of. Brilliant. Uh, so that, yeah, it's, I find it very interesting. You never write down, never condescend. You always try and write in terms of what's going to be mm. the best or what's going to be the most fun. And what's going to be the most interesting? Kids are sharp, you know. They they can spot things a mile off. I'll just tap into that a little bit, listeners, because I'm not asking Danny these uh, questions out of uh, your your benefit for your benefit. My benefit. <laughs> I want no, for the listeners' benefit. Right. I want to know the answers to this because uh, we can't. Again, <clears throat> it's getting boring. Rec- stack record. We can't. We can't say too much to yet about it. But myself and Danny are collaborating on a. a children's project at the minute we'll let you know more about it yeah we've just started Uh, 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 the reason that we're doing that which i can outline to you 
it was quite interesting. Obviously, Danny's got the experience in it. Myself. And so I love it. I love the area. And you love doing it. I do too. I, I've done the stuff, with, like I say, with uh, Lego. And I've done quite a few children's uh, projects, paid paid projects. Mm. And uh, my after nomination was about a young boy that was eight. Family friendly, yeah. Sort of so, family film. Mm. Uh, not specifically for, for kids. But no, looking but it at was kids family issues, friendly, You yeah. can watch it and, mm. and get a lot out of it. Um, and I've got some great letters from kids, actually, about mm. it that had watched it, been moved by it. Uh, so uh, we felt, well, we've got a common area of overlap here, so we're kind of abusing that and yeah. taking advantage of it um, with something coming up soon, which we will keep you uh, informed about via the various uh, channels. But we're hoping it's something that you guys can be involved in in, in some manner. Um, we're not kind of... That's the bit we're a bit, bit, bit vague on at the minute about how we can get everyone in, in involved if they want to be. Mm. Um, so we'll tell you more about that when we can. Yeah, no, that will be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, if you haven't considered writing for kids, just, yeah, you know, it's something to look at. Start watching, you know, the, some of the kids' TV yeah. shows. See if you like them. Um, that kind of thing. There's, there's, you know, and and other formats. So we've talked yeah. about kids' TV. Um, if you're not a TV uh, writer. Certainly consider all the other avenues that we've talked about before. There's fantastic appetite for kids online stuff. I'm just uh, finishing off editing a kind of educational thing for children, a music awareness thing. Mm. Danny have been working on for quite a while. It's an independent producer's been getting off the ground. That's for distribution via iPad. Mm. So there's many, because children are totally plugged into all the different formats, comics, Computer games mm-hmm. well, online, comic, yeah. yeah. You've just done it, not for kids though. No, but, no, you no. know, you could do that. There's all these different avenues. So, if, if TV's not your bag, or you know, you've not plugged into the TV biz, um, have a look at doing some other children's writing first mm. books, Amazon, get yeah. them out there. You know, there's a lot of so different if, ways that you can be involved. If you've got a family film script that you really want to make, the best advice there is to write it as a book. Yeah, and try and get it published first because yeah. that will give the film a much better chance of actually being made. Yeah, yeah, for um, definite. Uh, otherwise, it's just a sample script, really, yeah. of um, what you can do. But that's not not a bad thing either. I mean, no. But the time it takes for films to get made, you could have written the book anyway. So it's a good, it's a good, it's a good tip to yeah, like, just do the right. book. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, um, right, we better we better wrap it up there, listeners. Okay. Uh, but thanks for listening uh, yet again uh, through the power of the internet. Uh, this this yeah. po- podcast was brought to you by the numbers zero and one. <laughs> I was working on that all through listening. Uh-huh. I was thinking about that, Danny. That's why the intro was so bad. You're, you were just I was thinking. already trying to think of a comedy ending. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Tra- tragic comedy. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah, tragic, I think. Uh, anyway. Um, I should more... probably plug my course that I'm doing next Oh, month. gosh, yeah, you must I do. I should have done that at the start. I you probably, must do, we've do probably it lost everybody. I know, they've, all gone, they've gone, gone. Say it now. Uh, I'm doing this course called The Working Writer, and it's about how to m- make a living. It's all mm. the nuts and bolts of what I do to make sure that I'm making a living as a screenwriter. So I just want to, I'm excited because it's my own course, one that I'm doing myself rather than I've been asked to do. Yeah. So I'm doing it in Bournemouth, or actually in the Lighthouse Pool, because we live here. Yeah. Um, so it's not expensive to come down, though, if you wanted to. Um, and it's just in the day, so you don't need accommodation. Yeah, it's just for the day as well. I mean, you stay if people can obviously do what they want, but I mean, you can come down and go, and yeah. go in the day. And so. it's, it's on the 24th of February, so there's still time to come along. Places are limited. We've got a few bookings already. Um, there's a discount on my blog. 
if you want to Google working writer Danny Stack, you'll you'll spot it all. Or just email me if you Great. want to, if you want to know more about it. Great. And we're kind of Danny's uh, course is almost again launching another thing we've got uh, coming out soon, which is almost taking the contents of what Danny's talking about and making it more uh, easily available to people. Yeah. So, so again, all the things that we do. All the things that we do. Almost, to make sure we can pay the bills. Exactly. So that's all to come as well. So it's a good new year, new resolutions. I hope you guys have got it, you know, to sort of do, are you doing a page a day? Are you yeah. committed to getting a spec out by the end of the year? I'm not a big fan of resolutions, but myself and Danny have decided to try and get the two two joint projects together off yeah. the ground in this year. Uh-huh. We're definitely going to do it. We're quite far along, and it's only you know near the end of January. We're yeah. feeling pretty good about it. Join us in doing that. You know, uh, think uh, think about what it is you want to achieve this year. Uh, you know, uh, make it, shoot it, whatever it is. Plug it via our Facebook group. Tweet, tweet us about it we'll share it if we can mm. you know let's 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 make this a good year and move forward to, uh together otherwise we're just you're listening and we're just talking and we're yeah. not doing yeah so make make it a year of doing it's not it's not too late to start now if you did a page a day starting today when you're listening to this you know um you 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 you'll have a feature knocked out by April, May, yeah. you, you know what I mean. It's, 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 it, and that gives you the rest of the year to refine it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's mm. good, good time to start uh, today. Mm. Um, right, that's it. Better okay. that on the head. Well, thanks for staying with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've lost more than half by this week. Yeah, thank you. First one of the year, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yes, yeah, good. See you. See you online. Bye. Bye. Bye.